0: Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your May 2nd cattle industry headlines, brought to you by AgRisk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, AgRisk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you would like to learn more about an LRP, go ahead and reach out to an advisor today. We are also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer all kinds of articles within their publication. They feature award-winning photography. And in general, they are just an upstanding ag publication. There's a lot of ag publications out there to choose from, but American Beef Producer, uh, they knock it out of the park every time. Their most recent issue, their May issue, is now available. I encourage you all to check that out. All you got to do is click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That is going to take you over to their Facebook page where you can do just that and you can learn a little bit more about the magazine. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. And finally, Circle 5 Cow School. If you're wanting to learn how to preg check your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is definitely the way to go. Almost every week, they are hosting classes somewhere between Texas and Tennessee. If you would like to check out their schedule, head on over to circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there. Or you can go ahead and just give them a follow on Facebook. The New York Post has reported that the New York Times recently published an article stating that America is in the middle of an identity crisis as so many Americans are turning to a vegan lifestyle and ditching meat, beef specifically. Unfortunately, this statement is completely untrue, as in 2021, Americans ate an impressive 58.6 pounds of beef per person. Companies like Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods seem to be weaseling their way onto fast food and restaurant menus across our country, but consumers have yet to jump on the bandwagon of fake, chemically packed meat, and I don't see them doing that anytime soon. The New York Times article cited a 2019 Gallup poll where one quarter of respondents claimed to eat reduced levels of meat. But uh, but if you talk to restaurant owners, people's true taste are on display for all to see. Steakhouses in New York City, they are thriving and they're also adding locations because of demand. These restaurants' highest demand meat dishes include a Wagyu strip loin for $115 and a veal parmigiana for $85. According to Mark Pastore, president of Pat Lafreda Meat Purveyors, they sell to places like Porterhouse and Shake Shack. That company, their red meat sales are increasing year after year, anywhere from 10 to 15%, and that is per year. Pretty incredible. It might be a tough pill for the woke and elite crowd to swallow, but it looks like beef will remain king when it comes to consumers' favorite picks. The Washington Post has reported that according to the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service, about 120,000 pounds of ground beef products sold in stores across America was recalled last week due to E. coli contamination. Beef, the beef products were produced between uh, February 1st and April 8th, and they were under a number of different brand names, such as Thomas Farms, Weiss, Nature's Reserve, and Marketside. They were sold at stores uh, such as Target, Walmart, Weiss um, Markets, and other grocery store chains across the country. Inspectors discovered the problem during a routine testing of imported products. So this headline that is giving beef the, our beef industry a black eye, I saw it on Good Morning America. It was on Yahoo News about this fairly significant recall of beef. This is because of imported beef. What a, what a thought. So far, no cases of E. coli have been reported from the contaminated beef, but the USDA did report that this particular strain of E. coli can cause illness up to eight days uh, after consumption, so we could still see a spike in illness. This update is also sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. The folks at 4T Ag are dedicated to providing you with insight, information, and alternative risk solutions that are custom fit to your business and personal needs. They offer both crop and drought insurance, and they offer LRPs for both fed and feeder cattle. If you'd like more information, head on over to their website, www.4tag.net. That is the number four, TAG.net. Drovers has reported that the USDA has increased their forecast for consumer food price inflation, just what we need. All food and grocery store prices are now expected to increase five to six percent that is up a half percent from the forecast that was predicted back in march the u s hasn't seen this high a forecast for food price inflation since two thousand eight. The 20-year average for food price uh, for food price increases is 2.4% for all food and 2% for grocery store prices. Compared to a year ago in March, food prices were up 8.8% and restaurant purchases are up 10%. According to USDA, these increases are attributed to the war in Ukraine and recent interest increase, excuse me, and recent increases in interest rates by the Fed. If you're wanting to purchase eggs, I encourage you all to go out and lay in a supply. I encourage you all to do this because obviously with the highly pathogenic avian influenza, the bird flu rolling around, egg prices, uh, they are going to increase significantly. In February, we saw egg prices increase 2.2%. Then in March, they increased another 1.9%. USDA expects egg prices to increase 6 to 7% in 2022 compared to 2021. Obviously, the bird flu is going to impact poultry prices, um, so those are expected to increase 7.5% to 8.5% this year. USDA initially expected poultry prices to only increase somewhere between 1% to 2%. Wholesale beef prices decreased 3.6% in March, but retail beef prices, they increased 1%. Beef prices are expected to increase anywhere between 6 to 7% by the end of this year, which will put further strain on consumers' wallets as their dollars. They just aren't going as far these days. Market Watch and The Daily Wire have reported that our nation's GDP shrunk 1.4% in the first quarter of this year. We haven't seen our economy take a step back like this since the height of the pandemic. So a little refresher, the definition of GDP, gross domestic product, uh, that is the total value of all goods and services produced in a country. It basically tells the overall story of a country's economic health. For context, in the last quarter of 2021, the economy grew by 6.9%, In the quarter before that, the economy grew by 2.3%. In both quarters before that, so it would have been the first and second quarter of 2021, our economy saw at least 6% growth. The first quarter of this year was expected to have economic growth, but data shows just the opposite and proves that America's uh, America's economy is unhealthy, to say the least. So what are the reasons for this step back, for this negative GDP growth? We have our obvious reasons. We have inflation. We have supply chain backups. We have worker shortages. And then we have the not so obvious reason that isn't really being talked about, uh, the trade deficit. Since the beginning of the year, the U.S. has been importing far more goods than we have been exporting. In January, the United States imported $89 billion more than we exported. This is the largest monthly deficit on record. The following month, we saw the second largest deficit on record. That Biden administration, they are knocking it out of the park. Consumers are still buying products, but America, we just are not producing those products. So instead, We're just importing more and more and more. There is optimism in this situation. Consumer spending increased 2.7% and business spending increased 9.2% in the first quarter. This means that even though national economic growth slowed down um, demand among the actual players, consumers and businesses, uh, it is still relatively high and those folks are still spending money. But I would compare this to uh, this optimism to a person that has cancer, but they're still eating and exercising. That is that is what this little bit of optimism that economists are pointing pointing towards. They feel that things are fine because consumers and businesses, they're still spending money. But yet our economy is going backwards. It is not a good situation. And we all know that. So with that being said, experts, they are warning that even though people are throwing money around as inflation gets worse and interest rates increase, that spending is eventually going to slow. So how is our great President Biden responding to this? Biden, he is blaming our negative GDP growth on outside outside factors, such as Putin's invasion of Ukraine and global inflation. But as we all know, Biden's policies are a key contributor to inflation. So it's ironic that he is now blaming inflation for our poor economic standing. He's blaming himself and he doesn't even know it. Also, Russia and Ukraine... They were fairly small trading partners of ours before the war, and a lot of this new data on our economy comes comes from before the war. So pointing the finger at Putin is not a legitimate excuse at this point. The worrisome thing is that the next quarter, what that holds for our GDP growth, because by then, the effects of the war will be factored into our economy. It's inevitable that our country is heading for a recession, despite the fact that our president continues to say that we don't need to worry about a recession. There has been multiple, multiple times that he has said that. According to economists, after two quarters of negative GDP growth, a country is then considered to be in a recession. So with that right there, we are cruising right towards a recession. We will be there in no time that is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I hope you all caught some rain. Uh, I believe it was on Saturday. Um, maybe it was Friday. It was either Friday or Saturday. We caught about three to four inches of rain. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, hope you guys caught some, I hope you got some beautiful weather. I will catch you guys on Tuesday. Have yourself a wonderful Monday.